podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. I wonder, uh, did anybody get any new socks this year? I like what you've done there. I wanted some. Now, I don't know about you, but I absolutely love new socks. The reason being, when you put your foot into a new sock, is there anything better? (laughs) Honestly, it's a wonder. Um, I was blessed to get, uh, I think I got uh, six pairs in total. Which meant, which meant for the following six days after Christmas, I've had new socks on. There is, sorry, sorry dear, sorry. There is a, yeah, there is a downside, there is a downside to that. That once you've worn a new sock, it's had it. You never get, dear, you never get back that new sock feeling. It only lasts for a very short time. I mean, with my feet, about an hour. Uh, my wife says I've got feet like a hobbit. I don't even know what a hobbit is, but apparently I have feet like a hobbit. But, uh, but, but the, 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 the new sock feeling wears off. And I was thinking about that. And I found myself in this chapter that Alistair had a look at this morning, and it's these verses that we're going to look at over, um, over the coming year. You'll see that this verse is going to crop up time and time and time again. And we find ourselves in a new decade in 2020, and we find ourselves this morning in, in Isaiah chapter 43. Um, and and I, I wonder that as, um, as we think about the things that perhaps we've got, the things that perhaps we've received over Christmas, the things perhaps that we've even resolved to say that this year I am going to do, this year I am going to be, this year I would like to. You know those things, there's some kind of resolution, I, I don't know. It's impossible to make them when you're me because I have an attention span of a gnat. Anybody ever tried to get a gnat to sit still? Impossible. I have two children like that. Impossible. Um, but, uh, so I don't worry about New Year's resolutions, but rather as we think about all of these things that are happening, uh, when something is done with, in the sense that a new pair of socks is now old, I can find myself, and you, you, you see if you're the same, thinking, well, what's new? I mean, what are we? The 5th of January. And I think to myself, well, what's new? All right, I've wrote the date this morning, 2020. I was quite excited about that. <laughs> then it wore off. And, you know, I didn't have any new socks to put on this morning. It's very sad. So I've uh, recycled my other ones. Apparently that means they've been in the wash. I don't know. They just appear back in my drawer. The Lord is good. <laughs> but have a listen to this. If we find ourselves thinking, what's new? Listen, verse 18 of Isaiah chapter 43 says this, forget the former things. He says, don't dwell in the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. Listen to that. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. And the question is, do you not perceive it? Do you not 
perceive it. My title this morning is indeed, What's New? God speaks through the prophet Isaiah and he says to him, forget the former things. Don't dwell in the past. He says, I'm doing a new thing. It's difficult, isn't it, not to dwell in the past? Because naturally our mind wants us to live in what we know. We're comfortable, aren't we? Yeah? We find ourselves in that comfort that says, well, I know what I know. So therefore, I'm okay. All right, it didn't go well, but I'll, I'll sort of sit here. You remember when uh, God fetched Israel out of Egypt, just like these verses allude to. He fetched them out of Egypt. And they're like, we were better in Egypt. Slaves. At least we're not out here in the desert going to starve to death. Why would God do that? And he's saying to them here, look, forget the former things. Don't dwell in the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. And the book of Isaiah is paralleled literally with the Bible itself. There are 66 chapters, much as there are 66 books in the Bible. And the first chapters 1 through 39 of Isaiah cover Israel's sin and their history involving that, like the Old Testament. And then also then in chapter 40 through 66, describe or predict, if you like, the person and ministry of Christ, much like the New Testament does. From Matthew through to Revelation, talk about this coming Messiah and then the Messiah that is now here. So here in chapter 43, God is talking directly, yes, to Israel and what's happening to them and, uh, and what's about to occur. But importantly for us this morning, he's also talking of things that were to come, things that have now come for all. In the sense that now Jew and Gentile, see I am doing a new thing, redemption for everyone, should they put their faith and their trust in Christ Jesus. He says, see I'm doing a new thing and it talks about all of us, a new thing, a way in the desert, a Messiah and a salvation for all, amen? All who would receive, who would accept Christ as saviour. So God brought about a new thing for us. We've experienced it. If we've trusted Christ as our own personal saviour, if we've been coming along to church and we've listened over the past 10 years, still scares me that. I have a son who's 10. That frightens me. Because I remember he was, you know, we, we, we had that first photograph and there was this little baby. Um, it was probably either just before or just after he was sick. We, we told him this morning, we came the old way to, to church. When I say the old way, the way that we used to come when we lived in Sheffield. And I said to Jack, you were sick here, here, you were sick here, here, here. We had one of those babies whose reflux was just terrible. Anyway, um, I don't know why I've told you that. That's not a new thing. Anyway, but, uh, but as we understand all now that's happening here, we see that God has made a way in the desert. And, and um, we know then, as we uh, looked at the Old Testament and we read Luke. Anybody read Luke? All 24 chapters? Incredible, wasn't it? How exciting was that? Um, and as we read through Luke, we saw that John the Baptist came and declared uh, this coming Messiah. So God has brought about a new thing for us. We've experienced it. We've been excited by it. And it felt good. But as with all things... Well, what's new? Oh, you've never heard anybody say that from the front, have you? I'm saved, redeemed, set free. What's new? 
You see, if we're not careful, we find ourselves getting into a, a rut that says, well, I am saved, redeemed, set free, but I was yesterday. And because of God's faithfulness, I will be tomorrow. So if we're not careful, we get a little bit lackluster and a little bit relaxed about it. And we, we sort of sit in comfort and go, well, at least a year. Oh, don't go backwards, go forwards. Wow, that was weird. Lamentations chapter 3, go that way, not that way. Lamentations chapter 3, 22 through 33. And these are beautiful verses. Pin your ears back. Listen. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. His great love and his compassions are new every morning. It's beyond measure how great is his faithfulness toward you. Don't you find that staggering this morning? If you put your name in those brackets, you put your name in that position, his faithfulness is new and his faithfulness is great for you. His compassions are new and they never fail for you. And his love is for you and it is absolutely perfect. It doesn't ever need washing. It doesn't ever need a bit of starch to get the collar back to how it should be. It doesn't ever need that renewing in the sense that every single day God's love is so wonderful. It is so perfect. It is so for you that it was designed for you. And when he made all these things, he had you in mind. Think about that for a second. When he put the stars into space, he thought about you. You. And when Adam and Eve, they did what we would have all done, and they failed and they fell, and salvation's plan was raw, who did he have in mind? You. He had you in mind. Isn't that amazing? That the very God who put the stars into space had you in mind. God who is love, 1 John 4 verse 16, loves you. And his love is always fresh. It's always new. It doesn't get tired. It doesn't wear out. It's never ready for the wash. Rather, it's always fresh and new. And his compassion for you you know, church, it's not exhausted. It's not exhausted by the same issues. It's not tired by the same pitfalls that you find, that I find myself in. But he knows and he cares and he's working with you and I to get about the best for us. He's working those things out. And it's difficult, isn't it, that in the midst of the heartache and the hurt and the pain and the same pitfalls that we fall into every day, we think, Lord, why are things not changing? Why, why aren't things changing? I want things to be new. And there is an answer to that, and we'll get to it. Remember, God does not get tired. He doesn't slumber or sleep, Psalm 121. He's attentive, and he is loving, full of compassion, and it never, ever ever dwindles I find that staggering again with the attention span of a gnat 
Because when you think about that, God does not lose concentration. He doesn't get tired. He doesn't think, oh, they're at it again. Rather, he loves us beyond measure and he's setting out things so that we can get better and that we can improve and that we can drill down into what his word is trying to teach us and learn. So God's love for you is new every morning. The reason that we sang the song by Graham Kendrick is that specific reason because new every morning is his love. His compassion for you is new every morning. His desire to help and restore and to guide us is consistent. It does not fail. But that's God. What about you? what about me? You see, how do we stay fresh? How do we stay awake to all that God is doing in us and through us? And that is the million dollar question. Because we're all going to get back into the way that things were just before Christmas. You, you know the way? I get up, I go to work, I get up, I've got a list of things to do. And I, I get home and I have my tea and I do what we need to do. And then I go to bed and and I get up and I do what I need to do and I get home and have something to eat and then I go to bed and, and then I get up and you know the routine, yeah? How do we stay fresh in that? How do we stay alive and fresh to all that God is doing? Isaiah chapter 40. Just go back into Isaiah um, and just a, a page or two back. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 28 through 41. Listen to this. If you're going to stick a verse in the front of your diary this year or verses in the front of your diary, stick these in there. Do you not know? Listen to the questions here. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary, amen, and increases the power of the weak, amen, again. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. You know, my challenge to us this year is to try the Lord in this, to test him in this. To say, Lord, I want to be that person who runs and doesn't grow weary, who walks and doesn't grow faint. Lord, I want to be consistent for you. Help me to strive for you. Help me to love people like you've called me to love every day, not just on the Thursday when I feel great because Friday's coming. But every single day that, Lord, you help me to do this. Let's test and try the Lord in this because he says, don't you know? Have you not heard? That God is everlasting, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. So we say, Lord, this morning, we want you to help us to hope in you. We want you, Lord, to renew our strength. We want you, Lord, to help us to soar on wings like eagles. So when tomorrow comes, I can keep serving. When tomorrow comes and everything seems terrible, because it's the first day back, lo and behold, it's a Monday. When all of that comes at us, what are we going to do? We're going to stand firm. I'm going to put my hope in the Lord, and I'm going to say, Lord, I'm going to test you in this. I'm going to try you in this. If we hope in the Lord, we will underline we will renew our strength we won't grow weary we won't grow faint 
But the key is this. We have to plug into the source. Every single night you go home, don't you? And you stick your phone on charge. Why? Well, because you want to be able to use it in the morning, don't you? Isn't that the same for you and me? Lord, I, I, I want to be fresh. I want to be ready. Then spend time with the Lord. Because if we don't plug into the source, we'll run out of charge very quickly. And before we know it, we'll be flat. We want to be strong. We want to be courageous. We want to do what the Lord has called us to do. And the only way that we can do that is to place our hope and trust in him and church only him. Verse 31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Let's pray. Father God, this morning, we just ask that you would help us to plug into you, that, Father, that we might draw our strength from you. Father, that we might listen, that we might pull all of our hope from you, that, Father, that we might put our hope and our trust in you, the very author of life. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity that we've got to step into this new year, this new decade and Father, we thank you that you've blessed us over the last 10 years as a church. And Father, we step into this year expecting that you are going to do a new thing. That Father, you're going to make a way in the desert. You're going to make a way where there was no previous way. Lord, you're going to knock down walls. You're going to knock down barriers. And Father, we just ask that you would help us as a church to plug into you. Father, that we might just serve you with all of our heart. Father, with all of our soul and with all of our mind. That we might just give our all for you. Father, you've given your very best for us in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray for anybody here this morning that does not yet know you as Lord and Saviour. That, Father, they might hear the truth of your word. That, Father, they might have sung this morning the words that say that you are God. That you are the only God. And that, Father, in you we have life. And I just pray, Lord God, that you might touch hearts and minds. That, Father, the seed might be planted. And that we might find that opportunity to bring our lives to you. Father, to repent and to ask you into our hearts. Lord, you are a wonderful God. And we expect, Lord, that you have got great things in store for us. So we ask, Lord God, that you would help us to just put our hope in you. Help us, Father, in all that we do. And we just bring praise and worship to you now. In the name of our Saviour, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.